Hi teacher learners, Melody from Learning in Progress here, and I'm so excited to share my first season with you here on Teachers Learn 2. This first season will consist of three episodes and will help prepare you for the upcoming back to school season. In this first episode, I will share five first week of school activities that will help make your students feel both welcomed and excited to learn. Well, it's just about that time of year again, back to school season. This time of year always brings a sense of hope, anticipation, and unfortunately, some stress. The return to school this year in particular will have its own unique challenges and promises. I, for one, am filled with tremendous hope about the upcoming school year. Last year as a hybrid teacher, I got a taste of both worlds in education, in-person and virtual. So whatever model you were in last year, trust me, I get it. I am choosing to assume that this year will be closer to normal, but I am prepared to adjust if needed. Today in this episode, I will share some ideas on how to have a fun-filled first week of school, whether completely back to normal or in a socially distanced classroom. I am looking forward to a more normal start to the school year. Thanks for tuning in as we prepare to start this year off on the right foot. First, I just want to say that I honestly love this time of year. I love the start of the school year because it's a time when both teachers and students can simply enjoy being together. And I cannot wait to meet my new classroom family this year. Now, don't get me wrong. I love, love, love summer. Even as I'm speaking right now, I'm feeling rejuvenated and reinvigorated. Slippers, feet up, tea, pup alongside of me. Life is good. However, a part of me is still excited about that first day of school. The smell of freshly sharpened pencils, the aroma of books that haven't been read in a while, or even better, the aroma of brand new books that you picked up over the summer. And the sight of an organized classroom just waiting for students to arrive, it is so exciting. Now, you may have guessed by now that I am that teacher, you know, the teacher that enjoys summer by like reading teaching blogs, writing teaching blogs, researching best practices and teaching tips, creating a classroom wish list. However, I do want to acknowledge the other type of teacher the teacher that really enjoys summer and completely unplugs from the hustle and bustle of teaching for an entire two months. First of all, good for you. I'm really trying to find that balance. It's a work in progress for sure. Regardless of the category that you fall into, regardless of if you're listening to this the first day it was posted, or if you're listening on your way to maybe your first professional development meeting, my hope is that you will find some easy to implement ideas to help you and your new classroom family truly enjoy this first week together. Whether you are a first year teacher or have been teaching for years and years, there is one question that all of us have on our minds right around now. What do I do the first week of school? Now, I would actually extend this question to include the first two weeks of school. I have taught both primary and upper grades, and in every grade, I don't start the curriculum until week three. 
Now, whoa, 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 back up. I know that makes some of you a little bit nervous. Upper grade and middle grade teachers in particular seem to have some concerns with this idea. I hear you. I am you. Trust me, if you have never waited this long to start your curriculum, I know exactly what you're thinking. Without my curriculum, how will I know what to teach? Won't that be wasted instructional minutes? I teach all of the subjects. Without curriculum, am I going to spend hours and hours planning and prepping those first two weeks? I am a, insert grade level here, teacher. There are way too many standards that I need to cover. There's no way I will be able to teach them by the end of the year if I give up any instructional time. First of all, I hear your concerns. For the last several years, I have spent the first two weeks of school without using the curriculum. And yet still, even now, those same thoughts run through my head almost every school year. And that brings me to why I'm recording this podcast. I want to share what I have learned over the years in terms of how to make the first couple of weeks of school fun, engaging, and stress-free. Plus, if done correctly, you will set your kids up for success for the remainder of the school year. You will find that your classroom runs smoother, your kids are regularly engaged and demonstrating on-task behavior, and you're spending less time pulling your hair out. So let's dive into five activities that are going to help you have a great start to this school year. Activity number one, student bingo. Now this is not your traditional bingo game. Rather than calling numbers or words and having your students try to get five in a row, student bingo encourages classroom discussions and creates a safe environment for your students to get to know each other. Here is how it works. Each student receives a bingo sheet with discussion topics in each box. For example, Find a student who has the same favorite subject as you. Once the student finds someone who likes that same subject, he or she writes that person's name down inside the box. The first student to get five in a row or to completely fill out his or her bingo sheet wins. You could also play for first or second place or play until everyone finishes. The choice is yours. Now, if you're looking for some ready-made student bingo sheets that will save you a ton of time, I actually do have some in my TPT store. The link is at learningandprogress.com, so feel free to check it out. Now, what I want to address now is the why. Why is student bingo perfect for that first day of school? And I do encourage you to use it the first day. It's kind of a fun getting-to-know-you activity. The beginning of the year, although exciting, can also bring with it some first day of school jitters. This is true for teachers and students, but it is especially true for specific groups of students. New students, shy students, students who were virtual all of 2020, students with anxiety, I mean, the list goes on and on. The beauty of planning an activity like student bingo is that it provides an opportunity for students to talk to other students without having to think of what to say. 
Many students that are shy or nervous about speaking to their peers are actually worried about their peers' thoughts and comments. They're worried that whatever they say is going to be judged. With student bingo, they are simply reading from a worksheet. So it's actually not their own thoughts. It takes the pressure off a little bit. They are getting to know their peers without having to initiate the conversation. Then after playing the game, they now have things to talk about at recess or lunch. Imagine this. You're a new student at a new school, especially in an upper grade, where it kind of seems like everyone else knows each other. Who are you going to spend recess or lunch with? If you're a shy kid, this could really give you some anxiety. But after playing this game, you now know that um, Susie in your class uh, have the same breakfast as you. She also loves the same cereal or type of muffin. You know that someone in your class watches the same cartoons as you, and now you have something to chat about. This is a great way to help those kids feel more comfortable. The teacher is essentially providing an opportunity where students can learn how much they have in common with each other. Trust me, this game is a must do for the first day of school. Activity number two, the meme game. For those of you who have been using the Fun Friday Nearpod games that were posted last year, the wait is over. I heard you and I decided to go ahead and make a resource that is completely based around the meme game. Oh my goodness, the positive feedback and the student reviews of this game have been off the charts. Kids everywhere, especially upper grade students, absolutely love this game. Now, if you haven't had a chance to check out our most popular Fun Friday games, make sure to check out the Nearpod resource. There's a year-long bundle in my TPT store. If you're kind of thinking, what on earth is this game or what is this product she's talking about? It's there. Check it out. Your kids will love it, especially if you teach grades three through six. Now, I've created several icebreaker games and Fun Friday activities, but this game by far has been our most popular. Due to that popular demand, we now have a Nearpod resource entirely dedicated to the meme game. It includes slides for every month of the year. Your students are sure to love it. First, let's learn how to play. And I do want to um, make a note here. You can absolutely create your own. If you are an active Nearpod user and you're very comfortable creating Nearpod activities, this is something that you could do um, throughout the year so that your kids constantly have some means uh, to play off of. Now, in this digital activity, students complete a meme by either adding their own text or finding a funny picture. And this can be played either in person using student devices like Chromebooks or during virtual instruction. There are two ways to play this game. You can give the text and then ask students to post a picture, or you can post a picture and then ask students to write the text to go with it. Both ways are super fun and crazy hilarious. Plus, 
On Nearpod, the teacher is able to approve posts in real time. So you have the opportunity to make sure everything that's going to be posted is school appropriate first. Now, if you want to learn a little bit more about this game, I actually hosted a free webinar last year, and the recording is on my website, learninginprogress.com. So feel free to watch that if you want to hear a little bit more about the logistics of this game. Activity number three, classroom walkthrough. About halfway through week one, I start to slowly prepare my students for how the classroom's gonna run for the rest of the school year. Now notice, I still have not mentioned academic goals. That will come later, trust me. I simply start to plan activities that will address our classroom routines and procedures. Now, in order to get the most bang for our buck, we have to find ways to sneak in some routines and procedures with our first week of school activities. I'm not a huge advocate for going over classroom rules on day one. And it's not that I don't understand the need for rules. It's just that I have found there's way more buy-in if students feel they have a say in their classroom environment. So rather than dive into a classroom rule list or classroom constitution, how about doing a classroom walkthrough? For me, I use a strategy called notice and wonder for pretty much every subject during the school year. And I actually expand, um, I extend this popular strategy by adding infer to it. So on the first day of school, I incorporate a notice wonder infer chart with the classroom walkthrough. Let me explain. There's something very magical about the first day of school. When students walk in, they're walking into a home away from home. They want to feel welcomed, wanted, and excited. Even though your bulletin boards may be a work in progress and desks are empty, I wholeheartedly believe the classroom should be colorful, decorated, and give a sneak peek into what your kids will learn that year. To me, your students' first look into their classroom should almost be like a movie preview. It should ignite excitement and curiosity. Now let's hone in and take advantage of that natural curiosity. After doing an initial icebreaker and a fun game, like I mentioned earlier, I usually do a classroom walkthrough. Now this can also be done first thing in the morning on day one. Um, honestly, either way works great. I myself have played with my day one schedule, but I do encourage you to use this as soon as possible. I give each student a notice wonder infer table and ask them to walk around the room jotting down bullet points. What do they notice in the room? What initially caught their attention when first walking in? What questions do they have about what they see? What inferences can they make about what we'll be learning that year? What do they think they're gonna be most excited about in whatever grade level you're teaching? After briefly going through each column, I turn on some timed classical music and allow them to explore the room at their leisure. Clipboards and worksheets in hand. Now, I just want to make a note here. 
if you just heard my time classical music and you're not accustomed to using music in your classroom, um, this particular activity is actually a great way to teach your students and to practice using music in your classroom. I'm not going to go too deeply into this topic as honestly, it could almost be an entire podcast in and of itself. But I do recommend having a timed playlist of classical music that will signal your students to quietly walk around the room. You could use the same playlist for gallery walks, brainstorm activities. Honestly, this is a game changer when it comes to classroom management. So I really encourage you to kind of play around with that idea. Activity number four, all about me. Ah, first week of school classic. Even though this activity has been a little overdone in my opinion, I can't record a podcast episode about first week of school activities without including this one. I totally get the value of these all about me activities. Students get to share about themselves. They get to share with their teacher, their peers, thus reinforcing the idea that they are important. Plus, it's a great way for you as their teacher to learn about them as individuals. Now, if you're anything like me, you totally understand the value of these, but at the same time, you kind of want to do something a little different. Now, this is especially true for you upper grade teachers out there. By the time your students enter your classroom on that first day, they've had several first days of school. And thus, they've completed several All About Me worksheets. Now, I'm not by any means discouraging you from using these worksheets. They are a strong way to start the school year. However, I wanted to share a few ideas on how you can kind of put a twist on this classic back to school assignment. Activity number five. How well do you know either your peers or your teacher? This game is a great way to end the first week of school. I recommend playing after students have had some time to get to know each other. Once they've introduced themselves, whether in student interviews or Flipgrid presentations, I have them write down a fact about themselves. I then use these facts to write questions about the students. Now, this game can be played in a variety of platforms, but those of you that know me know that I love, love, love Nearpod, and honestly, I have found that to be the most engaging way to play this game. If you've never used Nearpod before, it's an interactive digital platform where students can draw, type, and even record their voices. Now, one of the interactive features on Nearpod is a game called Time to Climb. In this game, students race up a mountain by answering questions. In this case, the questions are gonna be about each other. Now, the best part is that while they're racing up this mountain and answering questions, they can actually see their peers racing right alongside them. It is super fun. It can be played at the same time, simultaneously in a classroom, during independent learning, or even live virtual meetings. Now, if you want to help students get to know you as their teacher, just write the questions about yourself. Students of all ages love getting to know their teacher. 
If you're interested in learning how to create your own time to climb game, go ahead and tune into our YouTube channel. Every Tuesday, we launch a quick five or six minute video that we call Teacher Tidbits. And you'll be able to find how to create your own game. But if you're looking for a huge time saver, then go ahead and check out our pre-made Nearpod games on our TPT store, Learning and Progress. You'll see, um, in particular, I think you should look at the morning meeting Nearpod games. You will find that this activity, along with so many others, are included in that resource. Now, I want to point out that the resource says it's best for grades one through four, but honestly, my sixth graders loved it last year. So really, students of all ages are going to really enjoy those games. Well, there you have it. A fun, no stress first week of school. As mentioned before, I feel strongly about holding off on curriculum until week three. So now you may be wondering, what do I do the second week of school? Don't worry, I'm not gonna leave you in the dust. I'm gonna be going over some ideas that you can easily implement that second week in my upcoming Classroom Routines and Procedures podcast episode. That podcast episode will go live on August 22nd. Until then, feel free to dive into the freebie resources that are linked on my website, on my blog post at learningandprogress.com. Now we have some very exciting upcoming podcast episodes that you will not want to miss. Our next one is gonna be all about setting up your classroom, five must-dos for any upper grade teacher, and I will be doing a good old-fashioned classroom reveal. So that's gonna be included on there as well. As mentioned, I'm also gonna be going over how to find sneaky ways to teach routines and procedures to kick off the school year on the right foot, and that will go live on August 21st. Once season one has ended, our next season topic is going to be all about reading workshop and you do not want to miss that. I am really going to focus on teaching you how to encourage a true love of reading in your classroom. So that's all I have for us today. Again, thank you so much for taking time to listen in. I know as teachers, our time is so valuable. And the fact that you took the time out of your crazy schedule to join me today and try to plan an engaging first week of school is so inspiring. Your students are lucky to have you and I am so grateful that you have become part of the Learning in Progress community. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Have a nice day and keep learning.